It's the month of March, and this month, Streaming Things is brought to you by Chester Copperpot, Trey Barrera, Conrad, Luke and Sarah, Dave Malfara, Rabbit Dog in a Barbie Car, Jose Ruben Cruz Rodriguez, Thomas Alexander, Emmy, Joe Velez, Valerie, Stanton Valentino, Aaron Layton, Crystal Trujillo, John Collins Ghost, Andrew Gray, Jen Robinson, Kate, Chloe Richardson, Kalisha Reeves, Kiki Newton, Kevin Strother, Jeanette Murphy, Casey McCain, and Enza. Welcome back. My name is Chris. My name is Bison. And I'm Steve. And this is Streaming Things, continuing our coverage of Yellow Jackets Season 1. This time, it's Episode 6, Saints. Oh, when them saints come marching in. Oh, when those saints come marching in. Buzz, 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 buzz. <laughs> I like the buzz, buzz, buzz. Out. Thank you. Thank nice you. Addition. If you're new here, we uh, explore a, a number of different television and film properties from week to week. Right now we're doing simultaneously The Last of Us and Yellow Jackets leading up to Yellow Jackets season two. Of course, we've done Stranger Things. We've done House of the Dragon. We've done Rings of Power. We've done deep dives on Lord of the Rings, the movies, even things like Predator. That was a good one. Ah, get down. <laughs> You've been pushing too many pencils. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, welcome, all and sundry. You can uh, email us at any time at streamingthingspod at gmail.com to join the conversation. We monitor that. We read every single one of them. Lately, we've answered about 7% of them directly. Uh, many of them we save for like mailbag episodes. And um, But just know that we do read them. You can also message there's, me directly on Instagram at Movies Are Therapy. There's also someone who has linked their dating profile to our. Our email. Yeah. And so thank that. So person. we've been getting updates on your uh, your dating life, Belinda. So <laughs> yeah, there's a, a few interested uh, men on there. We, I don't know if you can see that. We can see it. Yeah, hopefully, you're getting those updates on your phone because, girl, get it. There, th- these guys are coming in hot. Mm-hmm. All right. Hot and heavy. Also, please don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I keep subscribing from those emails, and somehow we keep getting them. <laughs> I'm glad your profile's getting hits. Guys, uh, I have to tell you something. It's actually me. <laughs> I knew it. Belinda, it, yeah. a.k.a. Madison. Yes. By the way, Madison is on the Discord for patron members that have access to our Discord server under the username at Freckled Pisces. Freckled right? Pisces 14. Okay. Yeah. Damn, you, Hit me up. Is she stealing Steve May 13's thunder? <laughs> she won up to you. There are 13 other Freckled Pisces out there. <laughs> there are. There are. Uh, for anyone that just wants to talk to Madison directly and you're a member of our Discord server, uh, that's that's how you can do that. Also, Jimmy, our, our Last of Us co-host, is at who the fuck is Jimmy on the Discord server if you want to talk to him there. So just throwing that out there. If they want to chat and didn't know they were lurking amongst us. And how do you get on the Discord, Chris? By becoming a patron at patreon.com slash streaming things at a certain tier or above. There's different rewards. Um, at the very lowest tier, you have access to bonus episodes and stuff at the very least. And we do at least one of those a month with people. It's almost time to do a March poll. Wouldn't you think? It, it is time to do a March poll. Oh, we'll do that. Uh, uh, you actually probably have heard that on Monday through the magic of podcasting. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it's funny. Uh, the, the last episode you listened to this week is like the second episode we've recorded. So it's kind of weird. Yeah. I'm all over the place, but we, we manage, we manage. 
Um, anyway, welcome to all of you. Thank you for returning listeners. Um, we truly are so grateful you come back multiple times a week to support us. Uh, and thank you to all of our patrons. I mean, you are literally the reason we were able to do this. It takes us about, I don't know, 14 hours a week without factoring in the, the stuff that we have to watch, uh, that we enjoy watching. We'd probably watch anyway, to be fair, in order to do this show. So we wouldn't be able to do this without you. We, we fully, fully respect and love you for that. So I'm at 25, I just throw that out there. Yeah. <laughs> Even the person that's using our email for dating profiles. I'm glad you're here. Yeah. I'm glad you're here, girl. I wish yeah. you didn't do that, but I'm glad you're here. Bow down. <laughs> Bear down. What's the, down. what's, what, what was it? To get dick down? Do getting dick down. Yeah. Not I dicked hope you on. Get, I, I get, no dick on. <laughs> Man, I'm hoping to get dicked on tonight. Melinda, I'm hoping, I hope you're getting dicked down. <laughs> Steve said bone just down. Not, just not with this email. Bone down. <laughs> <laughs> so close. Damn. Bone down. You need to hop on. Zeus can like answer her messages for her buddy. I should. <laughs> I should, Bone down. I should pull a Misty and really try to cultivate a relationship for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sitting here wearing fishnets. Like, dude will be like, what are you wearing? I'll be like, uh, what do you want me to wear? <laughs> That's a good response. Is this uh, OnlyFans? It is a sandwich costume. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> they call me Sammy. So Yellow Jackets, episode six, Saints will start off with our overall thoughts and then go into a scene by scene recap, followed off by three little fun categories where we talk about our three favorite moments of the episode around the table. Uh, also dive into some 90s themed Easter eggs and little tidbits that we have found and cap it all off with our favorite performance of the episode. And that'll be the coverage of episode six, Saints. Let's start off with our overall thoughts. Madison, let me throw you for a loop, toss it to you. Freckled Pisces, what did you think of the episode overall? I I really enjoyed this episode. I think we dive into some very deep, um, deep things. The the girls are starting to go through some harder, harder decisions, struggling with some some more adult things that they probably weren't anticipating. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a good scene. It's a good episode. I, I really enjoy um, this episode. I think I feel like this episode and the episode previous feel similar in terms of pacing, in terms of information that we're we're getting for yeah. the rest of the of the series. But overall, I, I had a good time with this episode. Steve. So this show just keeps becoming more lost. Yeah, like the show, not lost. Like they don't know what they're doing. They're just uh, becoming more and more lost. Like, there's some stuff with Lottie at the end. I'm like, pretty sure that happened in a lost episode. This is kind of wild, uh, but I do appreciate this episode. Hi, bud. Thank you. Uh, this episode <laughs> kind of gave um, some interesting curveballs with some character relationships that I thought were like surprising and heartfelt and endearing. And I was like, I don't, I wasn't expecting to feel this way towards these certain characters, which was super interesting. Um, and so the show just continues to be, I, I honestly have no idea where it's going. I have no idea where the show is going. And that's part of the fun about it. Honestly, is just, just being surprised every episode. This one specifically gets real fucking weird. There are some real fucking And you're here for it, as you said a couple days ago. And I'm here for it. Like, there's one scene in particular that was so weird. I'm just like, this is is all I want. This is all I want. (laughs) Let it be weird, baby. I feel like I can think of a couple of of scenes that it could be. But I don't know. (laughs) I love how you both look like supervillains with your animals. I was like, (laughs) Steve has a dog. I'm going to get a dog. Uh, yeah, Matt, for uh, podcast listeners, Madison's holding Ellie and I'm holding Pippin the mm-hmm. dough. I'm panicking. I don't have an animal. 
<laughs> Put that down, sir. <laughs> um, I like this episode as well. I mean, I, I like all of them. Spoiler alert. But um, it's, it is a lot like episode five, like things that started to ramp up in episode five, it continued to ramp mm-hmm. in this episode. And like, you know, Steve was really happy. Things were getting weird and now things are just a little slightly weirder. Um, but also I think there's some, there's at least a scene in this. That's one of the most like emotionally powerful upsetting scenes mm-hmm. in the whole show. Um, and, and we'll talk about that very shortly, but yeah, I'm all in again on yellow jackets and it is everything for me not to just watch the remaining four episodes in one night, mm-hmm. but I can't do that. It would ruin the show. Cause I'd go to do the recap and be like, I mean, I forget what this is, but I wrote it down. So I can't do that, but uh, I'm excited to, to dive right in. So let's do that. The episode opens, uh, with a fifth timeline. Uh, <laughs> this time it's Lottie as a child and she's riding in a car with her parents, she screams and her parents stop the car right as the light turns to green. She screams. So they turn around and look at her like, what the fuck kid? And as, as you do. Yeah. That's that's the normal response. And as they do that, a, I think a semi truck hits someone else uh, at the intersection that would have been them if had they gone like they were about to. And everybody's dead. It's not, a, it's not a, not a fender bender. Nobody's going to exchange numbers and end up fucking like Adam and Shauna. Like there's just dead bodies. <laughs> and then they kind of look back at her like, holy shit. So this is where we get confirmation. I mean, it seems to me her parents' names, by the way, were Malcolm and Amelia. Mm-hmm. Uh, and her dad doesn't believe it. And he sends her to a psychiatrist. Like mm-hmm. there's nothing fucking supernatural going on here. She needs medicine. And she that, can't tell the future. That's right. why she's on the schizophrenia medication is because of her father and it's very sad because it seems to be she's actually had a, a clairvoyant gift um, that her father didn't respect and her mother did. And that's why she's been medicated all her life. Uh, but right off the bat, I mean, I, I feel like it totally flips the script on everything we've experienced previously in the show where it's like led us to believe that she was on this medication because she has a mental illness of hallucinations mm-hmm. where now we get this, I think, confirmation that she has an ability, a gift. She's magical. My friends, she's got yeah. the sight. She has, she's in touch with the supernatural. Yeah, some shit. She's got the shitting. The shinning? You've got the shitting boy. Yeah. Um, trademark. <laughs> That's why he said shinning. We can't, we're not allowed to say the other one. <laughs> not the shine. Um, yeah. Any hoozle. Nothing else to say there. Let's move right on. In 1996, uh, there's some frustrated foraging, I call it. Oh, I like the That's alliteration. Good. Mm-hmm. That's good. Frustrated foraging. There's no berries. They're not sure why. I think they just assume there should be berries. There's no like zoological reason or whatever the word biological reason. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, prob- bi- Is there an illogical for like foliage? Paleo. Um, pen, uh, that's dinosaurs. DNA. No, there's like a, I think that's a, dino DNA. Dinosaur <laughs> DNA. <laughs> anyway, there's no fucking berries Botany. there. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, that cereal oops, all berries. This is yeah. the same thing, like but there's some the contaminated opposite. thing that's happening. Why there's no berries. Being. That's what it's suggesting. Yeah. yeah. Like the, the environment itself is against them. Uh, and then we find out that Danny Mears dumped Mari so he could bang his cousin. <laughs> I mean, actually, there's a second cousin. So, I mean, technically, technically it's legal. Wasn't it's illegal. Fine. That's that a pretty fair. good clap back by Lottie, you're going to say, because I agree. Mari is kind of being a little jerk where she's like, oh, did your boyfriend, the ghost of the dead guy, tell you about the Barry situation? Right. And she's like, no, we just talked about how Danny Mears <laughs> dumped <laughs> you for his cousin. Like, oh, Lottie, damn. Um, they, they call that shitted on her. Shitted on. <laughs> shitted on. Her. 
I feel like Mari is the punching bag of this show so far. Yeah, it's like we're not going to characterize you or give you any depth whatsoever. You're just going to be like the run out of the house screaming there's a bug on you. Uh, used to, you know, used to date a cousin banger character. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then we see Lottie envisions a uh, a deer with bloody antlers. Rutting antlers. Pardon? Rutting. Rutting? Isn't that what it's called when the deer, like... When their their antlers are growing, they've got that like skin that grows over them, so they like gotta scrape it off. So they oh they scrape their antlers on deer. I think that's called rutting. It I could just, be. I just thought it was like a, a sinister like visual of yeah the blood coach. On the, the oh, it's definitely a sinister visual, but they they do that every. But it's year. A, it's an actual thing that mm-hmm. deers with antlers do. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, gotcha. Well, when you say rutting, uh, like I read a lot of high fantasy books, and like they, that's a that's a a word for fucking. So like I think in medieval times, you know, like they were over there rutting. So it makes me uncomfortable when you say that. Is what I'm saying. Oh, so it's so there is a, like there is a rutting season Stop where it. all behaviors and activities associated with breeding season mm. can be broken down in pre phases. There's the you'll like this the pre rut. <laughs> <laughs> you can get pregnant from that. No. You got to be careful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got to worry about the pre rut. <laughs> and that's what Coach Scott warns about later on. <laughs> Correct. So I wasn't wrong. That is what Redding means. Okay. We learned so many things. I know. We're learning a lot. This is becoming quite the education. A couple days ago, show. it was like menstrual cycles and, and moons and whatnot. And now Redding. Yes. Yeah, so pre-rut. Oh, man. I, I'm, I'm not finding a, an actual term for what that's called, but apparently it's, it's a- It's like shedding. It's a velvet. Yeah. It's like oh. a velvety- hmm. uh, It's like socks for their head horns. Yeah. And they have to change them. Yeah. But, head and, horns. But yeah. They change them. Antlers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Head horns. Head yeah. Horns. We're saying the I same thing. Bear down. Bear down. <laughs> Wolf. Deer down. So back in Wolf. 2021, <laughs> Shauna goes to the motel and uh, out. So she's there to meet Natalie and the gang, but she runs into Randy, who's like a, a neighborhood guy who used to go to her high school. This, uh, that's Jeff's friend from high it's, school, right? It's the person that Jackie tried to hook Shauna. That's with. right. Mm-hmm. That's right. The baby. The baby. (laughs) So then uh, Randy, his wife, Tammy, has thrown him out. So he's at the motel uh, and he's got a buzz, 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 yellow jacket tattoo. Because he is not, he's he's the epitome of peaked in high school. Yeah. But even then his peak wasn't high. You know, he's like a molehill and that was still the top. Yeah. He was the hangers on for the actual popular kids. Yes. Um. And he's easily duped by Shauna. Uh, she's parking a mile away from her, the coffee shop to join her book club because parking's rough in the city. And he's like, oh, I'm okay. I ain't no snitch. Uh, <laughs> I'm no narc. And then, so all the ladies meet to discuss the blackmail situation, except for Misty, who's never invited uh, by design. And Natalie wants to call Jessica Roberts because that's who she thinks is doing the blackmailing, the reporter. The reporter. Uh, and she wants to set her up and Shauna disagrees with that plan. And uh, Thais is horrified by that plan because she knows that she hired Jessica. And yeah. so it's definitely not her. And so she panics in that moment. Like, yeah, that's Shauna's right. Definitely don't do that. And so Shauna decides she wants to put a GPS tracker in, get the actual $50,000, pretend to be acquiescing to the demands of the blackmailer, and then they'll find out who it is that way. And they don't want Misty involved. But we also find out that Shauna is the only one not being blackmailed, according to her. At least she tells them that. Mm -hmm. Right. She hasn't received this, like, group text or whatever. Or the postcard. Oh, really? Yeah. I I don't. So there's a scene later on where it shows her with a postcard, but I didn't know if that was, like, a postcard she did get. Or did she just get it from this meeting and she's lying to everybody? 
Oh, in the kitchen. Yeah. When she's in the kitchen. Yeah. I think she's lying. She's a, li- she's a little liar. She's a liar because, pants on fire. Again, she's we smarter kind of, than all of them. We she, got, went to, she almost got to Brown. Yeah, she almost got to Brown. We, and we learned in the last episode that Sean is ice cold. And in these meetings with the three of them, you'd expect Ty to be the one in charge, right? But really, Sean is kind of in charge of everyone. She's the one that's sitting down, kind of being the mafia like the godfather mm-hmm. and sort of like directing I've everyone. I've been watching a lot of The Sopranos, so I'm loving this analogy. I mean, she yeah. she she is a mafia don at this point. She's about right? to make them an offer they can't refuse. Right. She's going to be like, hey, we're going to go to this club. It's downtown. We're going to wear. miss the day of my daughter's wedding. <laughs> my daughter's on Molly, though. Bernie? <laughs> I'm, you know, I've only got one voice. <laughs> I was trying to be sneaky about it. <laughs> Bernie Sanders, I didn't know you were part of the mafia. Yeah, Bernie can be both. By the mafia, you mean the working man? Oh, are you, uh, I'd like to call it a union. <laughs> <laughs> they actually did run unions in the mafia. I learned it in The Sopranos. doesn't matter. Uh, so <laughs> that's but, what no, they but Steve, you bring up a good... I, didn't make that connection. I thought she was just looking at one of the ones that they gave her one of like the postcard in the kitchen. And the oh, later yeah. scene. Yeah. I wasn't sure if that was the case or not, if she had taken that home with her and was kind of looking at, or if she really is lying to everybody and she has it, but she, I not. took it at face value that she didn't get the text, but there, that's probably not a good idea. So, but I did assume she got a postcard. Was it episode I was all one over the place. or two? Did she, cause she went into her safe or something. Was yeah. Did she pull out her journal or was she putting a postcard in? I can't, Quite she was putting the the reporter's card in there. That's right. That's what it was. Okay. Well, she was taking out the the journals to journals. read them. Mm-hmm. And I think when she was reading the journals, is she looked at the journalist number, and that's when she called Taisa. Yeah. Yeah. So when I whenever I come across stuff like this where I'm not too entirely sure, and I want to look back, I'm afraid to Google things because I haven't seen the show. Yeah, the show's been out for years. So when you and Google, I don't want to. I don't want to spoil because I'm I'm afraid to. Google anything about this show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's, it's kind of like, I kind of feel disadvantaged where I'm just like, ah, what's that thing? I can't really look it up. Cause I'm afraid they're going to be like, shot. was the antler queen. Like, right, <laughs> right at the beginning. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're correct. And in, in being fearful about doing that. It's a bad idea, my friend. Yeah. Cause there's, this is like lost. Like there's a lot of online discourse and guessing and stuff. And it's a big deal. It's a big deal. But yeah, uh, they're, they're not gonna, they're not gonna invite Missy because she's, she's, uh, she's crow nuts. Nope. Yep, conniving what was the the conniving conniving mop head, something like that. Poodle haired, poodle haired, poodle haired. I don't. I went poodle haired. It's a very different thing. Yo, yo, poodle bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so then uh, we cut to Misty. Speaking of her leaving work, she stole a bunch of meds because uh, she she works at a, a nursing home. A lot of meds. They're not keeping those things under lock and key like they should be. No. They should be tracking those. It should not be that easy to just put them in your bubble coat and walk out. But it also seems like you know Misty's able to fly under the radar. Nobody really gives a shit to talk to her or want to be near her. Yeah, so. she makes it so painful to talk to her that confronting yeah. her is not worth it. Right. I think she's stealing. Go tell her. No, definitely not. No. Uh, <laughs> but she is bringing cronuts. Yeah, she is. <laughs> uh, have you guys have cronuts? No. Yeah, they're no. delicious. Stop saying cronuts. Cronuts. They're good. <laughs> you old pooter head. Dig it. <laughs> <laughs> Shauna forgot about brunch with the Taylors. And this is like the, the third time this has happened where she's so involved with what's her past coming back to haunt her that she's lost her bearings in her day-to-day life. So Jeff's like, Hey, are you ready for brunch? And she's like, that's Tuesday. And she's like, it, it, it is Tuesday or whatever. Right. And he's like, no, it's Wednesday. That's today. Do you think it's Monday? Yeah. <laughs> right. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So she's way off. Yeah. Right. And then, uh, 
By the way, the Taylors is Jackie's parents' house. And every year on Jackie's birthday, they apparently eat dinner with her parents. Um, and so she's like, no, my Jackie was my best friend. So they cut to uh, giving uh, Shauna giving birth with Jackie and Misty, like young Shauna giving birth in the wilderness with Jackie and Misty present. OBGYN Misty. Mm -hmm. uh, but when she gives birth, it's like a, chi a cooked chicken with an umbilical cord. Rotisserie chicken. Yeah. yeah. And she and the, breaks a leg off and just eats it. The wings are flapping like you so know, adorable. Pretend the arms. Chicken babies, make your dreams <laughs> yeah, come like, true. I immediately knew it was a dream slash nightmare when they were wearing their soccer uniforms. In the that's scene. a good cue. Yeah, I'm slower. I didn't know until she ate the chicken. <laughs> it's a baby, the baby, the baby. baby. <laughs> chicken babies. We'll do the which, same for you. Which maybe now is not the right time to speculate this, and you can take it out if if so. But um, there's a lot of speculation on if the group eats Shauna's baby. Like, oh, and that's why she's having. Oh, yeah, and I think that's why there's this common theme of Shauna. Well, I think there's a couple of ways to interpret it. I think it's the fear of people, like it being looked at as food. But I also think it's Shauna having these cravings of like from pregnancy of like, she's, you know, producing this cooked chicken. And we hear later on that the baby was also a hamburger in a previous dream. And yeah. so, yeah, I think there's a couple of ways to, she's hungry for that baby. <laughs> yeah. But there's been a lot of speculation. Also with on, cuteness aggression. Sometimes you, you just want <laughs> like, to eat it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's part Squeeze of it too. Cheeks. Steve, I'm not going to breeze past you singing chicken baby songs a third time. So I'm going to preempt well, your you. Your world's looking kind of weird and you wish that you weren't there. What, what is this? Just close your eyes and make believe and you no, can be anywhere. Literally what popped in my head. It's the Muppet Babies theme, but with chicken babies. Oh. What popped in my head was from Austin Powers. Where it's, I want my baby back, baby back, baby, baby back, back, ribs. Yeah. Ribs. Ribs. Baby back, ribs. So, <laughs> I thought that was another secret tunnel situation. Oh, it is. So, I was Who's driving. Who's watching Muppet Babies, the cartoon from the 80s and 90s? <laughs> Who's watching Muppet Babies up in here? I, I Nope. I, I've Sorry. only seen a, like half of uh, Last Airbender, uh, but I was driving home on the highway the other day, and I called my wife. I forget why, but I went through a tunnel. <laughs> And I was on the phone with her and I went secret tunnel just secret because of you. Tunnel. I don't, but she's a big avatar fan and I had forgotten that. So immediately my wife goes secret tunnel. <laughs> like she loved it. Like didn't even skip a beat. It, was, like, it was a whole thing. I Stay away from my wife, Steve. You guys hey can girl, you watch the Legend of Korra together. Because <laughs> you're about to be. Because you light me up. Legend of Korra is dope. Just throwing that out there. I own them both on on the Blu-rays. Any hoozle. Borbiat, buzz, buzz, buzz. That's what I'm doing. It was a dream. It was a dream all along. And we cut. it's a really good way to transition back into the 1996, where it's a nightmare of Shauna's. Um, and, and Van and Thaisa, after that scene, are bathing together. And this is like in the middle of the night. It's like 3 a.m. Uh, and they're playing a game where they like draw on each other's backs and they have to guess what word is being spelled. Mm -hmm. Have either of you played this game? You're nodding like, oh, I, I love have. Naked yeah. Alphabet. I have. <laughs> My dad used to do it to make me fall asleep at night when I was really little, he would like write like words on my back to help me fall asleep. I feel really lonely. Nobody's ever drawn words on me. Come here, buddy. <laughs> we got you. Let me do it to you right now. Here we mm -hmm. go. What's that? What am I drawing? It's just a dick. <laughs> no. <laughs> nice, Steve. I wrote boob like Van did. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, like boob. 
Really? <laughs> I write what I know. I write what I know. <laughs> Spoken like a, a true gay gay woman. Yep. So this is like a, a really adorable scene. And then all of a sudden, like Thais's nails are horrendously dirty. Mm-hmm. Did you, with everything else. like a lady. Yeah. With everything else that's going on in the show, I didn't know what they were trying to say with that. Or if it was just that she's been working really hard on the homestead or there's something Oh, I, I do know, actually. It's, it's because I she goes out at night and blacks a, out and digs. It's a foreshadowing to the scenes we see later. That's right. It just hit me like, the baby, the baby. It all comes to me it's eventually. It's never a good thing when a character is night digging. Never. Never. Never, never. is. No. Uh, and Thaisa doesn't want to get caught. So this is what character, we talked about this a little bit uh, a couple of days ago, but this characterizes them a lot with... Uh, it seems to me like Van is more out and unashamed and like, hey, they're going to find out eventually who gives a fuck. And Thais is like, yeah, but I just don't want the drama um, when it's like, what are you talking about? We're literally probably going to die. Um, so I think that's important to know about Thaisa that she's she's closeted. We all know Laura Lee's going to make it a whole deal. <laughs> that's true. That's very true. Yeah. But Thaisa wants to go and look for help. She says, look, I don't know where we're at, but I feel like if we just go south. Eventually, we're going to find civilization. And Van's like. I don't think that's a good idea. And Thais is like, we're definitely going to die here. And I don't want to do that. Um, I, I had some weird Laura Lee moments in this scene too, because they actually have nudity in this part. And I was like, oh my goodness, how old are these people? Ah, <laughs> You had a Laura, oh, like prudish moments. Yeah. Mean? I had a little prudish moment there. Yeah. It did. It is kind of strange to pop up. So cavalierly in episode six, I feel like yeah. mm-hmm. it's normally a good pilot thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They knew they had some good material. They could they could wait to show nudity later on. Yeah. yeah. But to be fair, all of these actresses are above like 21, 22 oh, years old. Oh, I, I assume so. Yes. Since they got away with doing this on an actual TV show. It's yeah. just, it is kind of weird when you're just kind of like, wait, how old are these characters? Ah. Yeah. Um, yes. It does take you out. What's, it's funny though. Never mind. It's not funny. But I'm just saying like, there's so much like death and destruction. And then. I know. And all of a sudden Boobs. you're like. Oh, yeah. Boobs. <laughs> Boobs. Oh, no. Oh, no, not those. It's a very American but thing. We, but yeah. it's like seeing a man's leg get chopped off and, you know, dead, yeah, dead body skeleton. Up Literally in an attic, woman right? on fire and crashing plane. Boobs. <laughs> Television. No, turn my eyes away. Not boobs. Full nipple. <laughs> Listen, if it's one of the suggested tags on Pornhub, I don't want to see it on my Showtime <laughs> shows. <laughs> Pornhub.com slash flaming plane crash. You'd be surprised. Pornhub slash severed leg. <laughs> anyway, once we stopped being offended, we kept on watching. Uh, <laughs> offended is not the right word. I, I wasn't understood. offended. I was just taken aback. Like, Ooh, wasn't I, expecting that. I know what you meant. And I appreciate you. I respect <laughs> you calling it out. Bringing it out. Bringing it out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the boner didn't concern you in the previous episode. Oh, no, man. <laughs> I was I was misty in that scene. <laughs> I took the quiz. I'm a total misty. <laughs> the claw. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, there's the t-shirt right there. There it is. Just a just a a Dutch angled dick with the claw coming down on it. <laughs> but it's misty. No. <laughs> These t-shirts are getting complicated. Uh, so we cut to uh, Tysa sneaking back to the attic and. Shauna's up there waiting. I guess this is, I presume, after she had the nightmare. Um, and then she talks, starts talking about how she might want to have an abortion. You know, she has a friend who used the wire of her bra, blah, 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 blah. Um, 
And I'm not yada yadding through that. I'm yada yadding because I don't remember the details of exactly what she was saying. Essentially, Sushana is explaining, um, you know, this is definitely something that I'm going to consider. And Thaisa, I think, is like, you know, it's not worth it's not worth dying over, you know, Jackie knowing. Hurt, yeah. 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 It's not that's not worth dying over. But it's a cool moment because she accidentally comes clean to Taisa, you know, mm-hmm. she's like, I'm not, I, plus I don't want to die having my best friend and then stops. Mm-hmm. And then Taisa's like, wait, what? And she's like, I don't want to die having my best friend's boyfriend's baby. Right. Well, you know? at this point like, we can, Jeff's? because we see them, you know, they, it's Ty coming back up from the lake with Van and Ty is like, Oh, did you have another dream about, you know, the or, cheeseburger baby? Yeah. So it's now we've, okay. They've stayed up there a couple Burger of times. Babies. Yeah. So it's interesting now that we've that Taisa hasn't been super prying as to who the father is in those other nights that they've spent together. So, but she yeah. respects other people's privacy. Yeah. Also, she doesn't personally care for Wiener, so maybe right. she's not even thinking about it like that. Sure. That's um, fair but- assumption. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Wiener. Wiener. Um, yeah. But also, yeah, I think she's just being respectful, and she's very shocked that it's Jeff's. Like, mm-hmm. ooh. To the T girl. But I think regardless, I mean, Taisa is the sounding board for Sean in that moment. And it's like, you know, you don't, even though, yes, that is the worst situation possible. It's like, you still don't have to die over that. Right. Yeah. And she tells, uh, and after this, Taisa tells Shauna about her plan. Like, Hey, don't worry. Maybe we won't even be here. I'm going to go hiking Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) to the South for the winter. Uh, but back in 2021 is brunch with the Taylors and uh, it's, it's Jackie's mom and dad, Shauna and Jeff and her mother is talking about how Jackie loved rabbits and they gave her like a little, I don't know, uh, knickknack like a of a rabbit. Yeah. Um, and even with kids and everything, Jackie, which is Ooh, good that foreshadowing. Kinda, that kind of makes the scene where Shauna decapitates a rabbit in her garden a little bit more. Well, also, yeah, layers. And I also, there's rabbits in this episode yeah. too. Well, I was gonna say, Shauna has tons of rabbit figurines in her kitchen, and so there's this. You know, do her parents constantly oh, keep they giving give her, her that every year? Yeah. yeah. Do they constantly give you know Shauna these rabbit figurines because they were rab- they, because they were Jackie's favorite animal? But then mm-hmm. in a later scene, that kind of debunks that. We can talk about that in yeah, a second. I think it's indicative that her parents didn't know Jackie at all, right? right? And they're like, right. she loved rabbits, but she definitely didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Shauna just like, oh, Jesus, and puts them up. Interesting. Yeah. It's really but cool. But also part of me thinks she puts them out as a reminder of the guilt that she feels maybe. I right. don't know. But. Yeah, I think that's that's true. But Jackie's parents are, especially the mom, is is being really offensive. Like oh, all throughout. She's just atrocious. casually, just not even thinking. Like, you know what I love about you guys? You have no ambition. <laughs> You're so content with your unremarkable life. God, it must have been so hard for you, Shauna, being best friends with just a precious gift of a human being. Right. <laughs> like, like, why do I hang out with you? Yeah. <laughs> you guys are so chill. You never worry about like bathing because you stink or like making money because you're poor or, and it's gotta be so easy to buy pants, Jeff, with your tiny dick. Oh my oh, God. That's cool. You know? Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and how hard must it be that you have to come over here for dinner? Cause Shauna, we know you can't cook. Right. And she says, Jackie always worried about you finding someone. You guys are much better together. You know, you can't be remarkable and raise a family. So it's good that you guys have focused on raising a family. But then I um, love Shauna's like, I don't even like my daughter. <laughs> yeah, she kind of loses it and she's, you know, she's not 
dealing with this shit today. And I guess this is like her Jackie's 41st birthday, I would surmise. Um, would have been. And it says, I don't, I don't even like my daughter. Uh, and and then the parents offer to pay for Callie's college. And Shauna says, absolutely not. And Jeff's like, oh, that would have been nice. Kind of look on his face. Well, Shauna, I'm sure, is saying no to that because if they start paying for Callie's tuition, then Callie's the little deal that she threatened Callie with last episode kind of goes away. <laughs> oh, I didn't the, even think about that. Yeah, because now that $12,000 is now a lot more. Well, Callie wouldn't necessarily, that's, that's a good thought, but I think it's more of a pride thing for sure. Yeah. And like, cause Callie wouldn't necessarily know that there's extra money now or anything like that. I'm sure if that happened, Jeff would be like, all right, Callie, thank the Taylors. The Taylors. Yeah. Maybe so. That's interesting. I, I didn't read that at all about that. I think it's, I think it could be, both. <laughs> I think it could be both. I definitely think, you know, Shauna's, Taylor time. Shauna's going to these people out of guilt because of what happened to Jackie. I don't think she necessarily enjoys it. No, but, for sure. They suck. Yeah. So I think. Tuna, and they're having tuna quiche. It's not even for the food. Like you ever eat tuna quiche, period? I Much do like less a quiche. With a tuna quiche? I've never mm-hmm. had a tuna quiche. With orange juice? I bet that flavor is all over the place. That is a weird flavor profile to I'm, mix. What is quiche? Quiche? It's like a baked egg. Like oh. it's With a, tuna, my guy? Mm. Think of like an egg, like loaf. It's mm. actually really good. You, I like a quiche. It's like an, it's like a, it's like a hardened scramby egg. Yeah. But like okay. not, it's got like a, uh, a jello consistency, okay. not jiggly, but like you cut sure. right through it. Sure. It kind of falls apart. It's kind of like a pie, an okay. egg pie. Yeah. It's, okay. yeah, it's definitely pie. Okay. Yeah, jello was a bad way to go. I veered back to cake <laughs> or pie. Shit. <laughs> I got the picture. Are you a quiche yeah. maker? I have made a quiche, quiche my ass. I, uh, um, one of my exes, I, for Valentine's day, I baked a quiche. That was like the grand romantic gesture was I made dinner. Did and you the, get laid? And I'm no. And I made the quiche <laughs> after what? a quiche. What? This no, was, no. this was a high school. This was a <laughs> high school romance, but, uh, I, I, but the whole thing was like, Hey, I gave you a quiche. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I didn't get laid, Chris. That to answer your question. <laughs> it was a damn fine quiche. That's though. so sweet. Aww. Isn't it unfortunate? <laughs> what? Because like <laughs> all the people getting laid like forgot and like just rolled a blunt. You know what I mean? <laughs> And, and you're like up all night with this key. Put a lot of thought and energy yeah. into it. And she's like, oh, too much. Too much. No, she you're liked too it. nice. She liked it. I want you to bake me a quiche. Quiche uh, me, Steve. Uh, <laughs> the I'm Lord here. of quiches. Next time you guys come over, I'll bake you a quiche. Do I not need to come next time? Do you guys want to? No, 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 no. You don't want a part of our quiches? He's going he's gonna to be wearing the sandwich outfit. Oh, that's right. And we're going to make quiches. <laughs> so at that point, I, the tuna quiche comes in later. I was just shocked about the mixture of the words tuna and quiche. I didn't mean to jump the gun there, but that's what happens. Uh, but then we cut back to 1996. Jackie and Shauna are looking for food. They're still frustratedly foraging. She misses Jeff is what she says there. Like she said, I don't know if I miss the food or Jeff more. And so Jackie starts waxing poetically about all the things that she loves about Jeff. It's making Shauna very uncomfortable. And then she tells her that Jeff told her he loved her right before she left for the vacation or the, uh, the nationals trip. Uh, and Shauna's like, what? Um, and that's what she said. I shouldn't have made him wait. Meaning they never did have sex. And again, that she wasn't a revelation to anybody but me. Back. She didn't say I love you back. She didn't. Right. right. And Shauna was like, oh, didn't you like 
not even care about him. Please God say yes. You know, <laughs> just how sad. For, I just feel so sad for Shauna in this moment. Cause also, you know, Jackie's listing food and I know Shauna's pregnant. So she's, you know, having these weird cravings and, you know, she can't say anything to Jackie cause you know, it'll give it away. So I don't know. It's just all around. Shauna is miserable. <laughs> I, I agree. I have a lot of sympathy for Shauna, even without all of the supernatural and like the stranded stuff. Mm -hmm. Like you got to put yourself in Shauna's shoes. It's wrong. It's face value. So wrong to bang your best friend's boyfriend. Right. But let's go through what's really going on. Uh, she's in love with Jeff. Her best friend is like this wealthy, beautiful. Is she in love with Jeff? I think so. Shauna. Yeah. She's banging him. And she's like, tell me you love me so I can come. Like, that's not like a kink. Oh, I never got a, she loves him vibe from really? at least the young ones. Yeah. I've, I've been getting uh, the whole time I've been getting, she loves uh, Jackie. Oh, that's true. That's cl Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought when she was like, tell me you love me, I'm not going to hold it against you. I just want to hear it. I thought that was more like her wanting to hear that from Jackie at the time. Uh -huh. uh, but you I just I love, love. I don't know if it's, I think she, I don't think she loves Jeff necessarily at that point in time, at least. I think it's just more her just like, please, I hope you don't love him because I was just, Mm. Exactly. That makes it worse. Right. But I'm just saying, even without that, I do think she has more feelings for Jeff than Jackie does. And she's jealous of her friend who gets all the attention and all the accolades. And she kind of like acquiesces to living in her shadow mm -hmm. and has to listen to her. This same friend talk constantly about how Jeff's a douche. She's going to break it off soon. I don't even want to be with him, but I just don't want to be single, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Right. And so she feels like when she takes that action to, uh, to have sex with him, that it's not this huge betrayal because they're about to split up anyway, kind of thing. And everything just happens to be against her and what seemed like a less of a transgression. Does that make, does it make sense what yes. I'm saying? Like, yes. I'm just saying, putting myself in Shauna's shoes, I could see how a good person definitely would do all of that and just be like, fuck, you know, right. Things kind of flipped on her. Cause mm -hmm. you know, in, if the crash didn't happen, they come back, you know, Jackie does break up with Jeff, you know, maybe Shauna and him could start dating later on or, you know, something like yeah. that. I don't know. You know, it's still kind of frowned upon, you know, yeah. uh, they call that homie hopping. I don't know what they call right. it, <laughs> but homie hopping. it's not a real thing. You can't control what your feelings. Right. Sure. Uh, and so I identify. Uh, yeah. We're on the same page yeah. for sure. Yeah. I know what you're saying. Um, Word at the rabbits, George. They're talking about love and Jeff. Uh, Jackie gives Shauna her last piece of food. Mm -hmm. She does. She And that makes it almost worse. Like the kindness in that moment is like, stop. Um, <laughs> yeah. Shauna's literally like the, like one of the only people Jackie's consistently nice to. Yeah. In this whole thing. It's mm -hmm. kind of interesting. Cause Jackie's like kind of a piece of shit and that's why, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. but in like a spoiled way, not in like an actual like bad person way. Yeah. She she's has, a, a, she's a kid. She has a lot of growing up to do. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we cut to Natalie and Travis making out hot and heavy in the uh, bloody, gory the blood plane crash. Trap. <laughs> yeah. yeah, which I'm glad they called attention to because at first I was like, Ugh. it's not like you're <laughs> worried about somebody catching you here. Like you're, you're in the woods anyway. Um, uh, but yeah, they're, so they're making out in there. They walk back and stop holding hands right before they get to the people, but almost futilely because Everyone hoots and whistles anyway, like, hey, love birds, uh, mm -hmm. which I kind of took me by surprise. And then Natalie it's beaver season van. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are you out there hunting? And then Van says it's beaver season, which is if somebody actually thought of that in the moment. 
they would have gotten a high five from me because that's yeah. funny. Uh, oh yeah. And then Natalie flips them off and says, sit and spin, assholes. Which I love that. I know. I, I will sit and spin. That's a good I haven't heard sit and spin in a while. Yeah, it's been a few years. Funny. <laughs> we used to say that to, the, to each other at the movie theater all the time. Like, sit on it and spin. <laughs> Just randomly? <laughs> yeah. Or was that when you had it out? No, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, like when you're just like being assholes and kind of giving each other shit at work. Sure, so sure. That the retort. My version's funnier. <laughs> We're just fucking on the popcorn bags. <laughs> <laughs> It's not as funny. I'm just picturing now. <laughs> what are you picturing? We used to say that to each other at the movie theater all the time. You know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hold on. Let me collect myself. I'm a professional <laughs> but, uh, broadcaster. So, but Jackie's kind of mad because she comes out. She's like, is that why you guys aren't getting actually food? You, yeah. I, the laziest one, am hungry. Yeah, and but Nat is too busy running for mayor of Pound Town. <laughs> yeah, another solid singer. It's decent. It's not as good as Beaver Season. Uh, but then Missy kind of walks up to Nat and says, "Hey, I, I know how you feel. I have a secret boy to, boyfriend too." God, <laughs> so that just that is the last dagger in Natalie's heart. I feel like like when Misty is like, "Hey, samesies," you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, that's the last person. I right? Feel you, sister. Oh, <laughs> damn it! You do not want solidarity with Misty ever. So back in 2021, Thais is trying to make a large withdrawal because, again, their plan is to, to take the actual $50,000 and pretend to acquiesce to the blackmailer's demands, but put a GPS tracker in there. Um, but she's unable to without her wife co-signing on it, that large of a withdrawal. And then Simone is angry about the campaign because they still haven't discussed why she flip-flopped on her decision to, to drop out of the campaign yet. And uh, she says, I'm taking Sammy to a child psychologist. We are, We're, you know, going to meet us there at three o'clock. And uh, they have a, a fight about that kind of stuff. And then Shauna had excused herself from brunch in the previous scene. She's upstairs, supposed to be in the bathroom, but she ends up wandering into Jackie's old bedroom. She goes through some of her stuff, finds an old diary. Um, and then we get a flashback to the two of them kind of girling over Jeff, I think, before they were actually dating. Mm -hmm. um, and and getting the plan of how they're going to ask him if she's into her. You Wait, mm -hmm. you like him like him? <gasps> what? And Did you guys ever come up with plans like this with your friends? Um, like, yeah, I, like this I was person. sure. Yeah, I was the wing woman. Mostly. I, uh, uh, but I was, same. I had a bunch of uh, boyfriends in elementary school. So that was my time. And then I was like, you know what? I'll help my friends out in middle and high school. Time. Yeah. I already cleaned up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the dating scene. Eh, been there, done that. So over I, it. I was kind of a late bloomer and then an all at once <laughs> bloomer. Um, but mostly I was a wingman as well mm -hmm. for the most part. But yeah, we did, you know, we plot, we do this stuff. Like I'll help you out. Yeah. Why don't you go do a cartwheel? She'll be super impressed. <laughs> leapfrog over me here hacky sack hacky sack with yeah. this. she's gonna see us if, if we keep it up for six hacks she's gonna probably bang all of us so ours were the, <laughs> in high school ours was the what's yo -yo? it called no not a yo-yo but it was a wooden stick with a ball on a string ball in a cup i, I want to say a kadama is that right i don't know i know what you're i can i can think of the device that yeah. you're talking about and i want I'm, I'm nervous that what i just said might be something bad <laughs> I don't uh, know what it's, me too. With like a sex move? No, I don't know. Ball in a cup. We can keep talking. But uh, ball in a cup. Yeah. 
Kendama. That's what, that's Kendama. What Kendama. Yeah. I, I was, it was on the tip of my tongue. Yeah. That was cleaning up back then. That, oh yeah. If you could do that, you were hot shit. Like save some for the rest of us fellas. That guy. I think, one of, <laughs> I think someone I graduated with went to a Kadama tournament and like did really well. Like oh, placed. my tournament? Yeah. Placed. Oh my God. Yeah. He was probably drowning in it. Oh, so he many- got so much puss. <laughs> it was insane. So many flowers being deflowered. <laughs> oh, I, I feel like that is worse. It is. <laughs> This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I always feel like I'm at my best when I'm hanging out with my kids, when I'm being of service to other people, when I'm talking about TV and film. That makes me feel centered and effective, uh, but that's not always possible because I have to be empowered, prepared to take on everything life throws at me, but I get all out of whack and I need help recentering. I do certain things, 12-step groups, group therapy that help me do that, but other people, normies I call them, they have to seek out other forms of help. Uh, I think it's important that everybody do that. And it can be kind of a kind of a struggle like to find the time to find a therapist. How do you even go about doing that? You have to deal with insurances and all kinds of uh, you know societal blocks to that. And it gives your little brain, my little brain, the excuse I need to not seek that help. And so BetterHelp makes it easier to navigate those blockades. Everything's online. You can just do all the research you want with clicks, clicks and screens. I don't have personal experience with BetterHelp, but Steve, you do. I do. I have used BetterHelp for a couple months now, and it actually was a really, really great tool for me to utilize. I was struggling with codependency, and I didn't even know what codependency was until I started talking about it with my therapist. And through working with her, I was able to set up goals uh, and achieve those goals with her guidance and help. And it was very, very beneficial to me. And I'm uh, a much better off place than I was a couple months ago before I started using BetterHelp. You are. And I can actually see the difference. And I'm glad that you're doing that. And if you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient. It's flexible, affordable, and entirely online. You just fill out a brief questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist. And you can switch at any time if you're feeling like things aren't working out or it could be better. You can just do that for no additional charge whatsoever. So if you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash streaming things today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash streaming things. So yeah, she also finds a photo of Jeff and Jack, young Jeff and young Jackie. And then she gets a vision of Jackie again, this time sitting on her own bed saying, it's not your fault. Shauna says, oh, I know. And she's like, wait, what do you know? It's definitely your fault. Um, Give me mixed signals here, little Jackie. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then Jeff interrupts her uh, hallucinations and says, hey, you're supposed to be in the bathroom. You left me alone down there. She gives him the photo uh, and kind of starts to ask him, do you ever... Think about if things were different, whatever, right? And uh, he's like, hey, we can leave. We don't have to be here. Mm-hmm. And she says, we we have to stay for dessert. And I wrote, dessert for brunch? Question mark, because I don't think that's a thing. Right. You guys ever typically have dessert? Well, you can't just brunch? have a tuna quiche. Right? No. That's true. You, you got to wash that, that down. Up. You got to wash that down with a blondie, all right? A bunch of whiskey, I would think. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so they cut back to the brunch to Jackie. They're doing a toast. I guess all that orange juice is actually mimosas. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Again, the mom starts out again. Jackie was so gifted. You suck. And then Jeff defends Shauna in the best, weirdest way. 
Because he doesn't have to say, I was banging her while Jackie was alive and thought I was with her. But he does. Mm-hmm. He's like, because I knew she was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> she went to Brown. She's the smartest person here. Should you take a genius test? Yeah, yeah. it's he. Yeah, he goes through this whole thing. It's like, truth is, Jackie was amazing, but so is my wife. I was an idiot then, but smart enough to see that. Also, this is the best tuna quiche I've ever had. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I put in all caps, tuna quiche. Do you think they're getting the invite for the 42nd birthday? <laughs> if they do, I hope they don't go. Can I still get that money? Um, <laughs> right. Yeah, right. <laughs> so we then we cut to the psychologist assessing Sammy. He says, uh, or she says, that it might be psychogenic fugue or something, dissipated something. Um and Simone's angry with Thaisa because she had checked her phone. She got a message while the um, assessment was going on and they're driving now. Thaisa is dismissive of the doctor the way she's always dismissive of apparently science just as much as supernatural stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 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 Simone's just very frustrated with the whole situation. And then she almost hits a cyclist, which is not cool. Mm-hmm. Even Sammy looks freaked out about it because Simone's whole argument is like the doctor says this is all coming from stress. The stress is basically coming all from you. This is all your fault. And now you're not agreeing with that there's an issue at all, seemingly, right? So and then stresses the boy out more by almost hitting the second. That's what I it was yeah. very sad. It was bad timing. Yeah. Because yeah. they're like, look, he's calm now, but all we gotta ah Yeah. <laughs> ah, almost that look on someone. His, that look on his face too. He was like, oh they needed young Lottie in that moment. They did. He was just back there jamming. I know. What the heck, man? He doesn't have the sight. Listening to the he, wiggles or he whatever. He doesn't have the shitting. <laughs> he does not. He does not. So back in 1996, Travis comes into the cabin. He's grabbing a whole bunch of bullets. And then Coach Scott uh, <laughs> comes walking up. Hey, when you when you fire your own bullets, make sure you have one of these. <laughs> so he tries to give him the talk. And he's like, look, girls like to talk. That's how he starts the convo, right? Just a little lighthearted misogyny to start things off. We know how bitches be tripping, Travis. Am I right? And puts his hand up for Nux. And Travis is like, what? <laughs> He's like, look, I know none of my business, but, you know, the last thing we want out here is a baby. Right. And I, thank Whoa. God none of us are pregnant. <laughs> yeah. Am I right, boys? Am I right, Shauna? And then he pulls like 37. <laughs> and then he pulls out like 37 condoms. <laughs> He's like, here, Travis. We're only going to be at Nationals for a week. Week. We're going to be in Seattle for a week. Don't worry about it. Mind your business, buddy. Yeah, mind your business. I get down. Yeah. I already had had him lined up. Coach Ben is an attractive man, so. Uh, Back to 2021, Natalie is cleaning her rifle. Seemingly for fun. She hasn't fired it. I don't know. I don't don't own a gun. Maybe you just have to do that. Keep it lubed up. I don't know. You have to clean it. A lot. Okay. You don't know want dust yeah. getting in there. You don't, I assume mm-hmm. it'll stop the bullet. Well, you got to yeah. keep it ready in case you got to shoot. Yeah. 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 She's, she's got a blackmailer after her. She's, yeah. She might need that. Oh, that's true. It's kind of like indicative of she's ready to kill, right? Yeah. In case shit, shit pops off. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Taisa can't get the money. Natalie, you know, she tells Natalie that uh, I'm having family troubles and there's no way I'm in a position to ask my wife to co-sign for a withdrawal of 50 grand. So Natalie says, I'll get it. And and Natalie's like, where? She's like, don't worry about it. Uh, and then when she goes outside, Kevin shows up with snacks, by the way, which means he's a good guy because you don't show snacks. up. I assume it's not a tuna quiche, but it's something. Uh, and she's if like, well, was, I got shit to do. He could have had that great line. I got you a quiche. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to quiche you. The Lord of quiches. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> uh, so she says, hey, I got stuff to do. And he's like, I can wait. I got time. 
And so he ends up, <laughs> I bet he regrets saying that because in the next scene, she's selling her car that takes like two to four hours. Yeah. yeah. So he just <laughs> sat there and ate all the snacks alone. Mm -hmm. uh, and now I didn't, this is the first time I've been like, I don't like this, like a, a tiny little writing flub. So she gets in the car first. How was she going to get a ride if Kevin hadn't showed up? You know, I guess she was going to call an Uber or something. That's fine. But then when she finally gets back in the car, Kevin's like, well, no, I got something to do if you want to. And it just is kind of silly, right? Like yeah. while, I mean, I get it while he was waiting, his ex-wife called. Uh, and so Natalie just puts on her seatbelt. Do you think she was getting 50 grand for her used Porsche or like no. that's part of the money that she's hustling up or something? I think it's, I don't know. I don't know how to gauge car price, like how much yeah. you would get for that. It is an expensive car, but that'd be a lot. Would you get 50 grand for a used one? Just it would have to be a very random, Probably not. gently used or, or, or rare one. And I don't I'd, think you I would. got the impression it was in that storage bin for quite some time. So maybe it's low mileage. That's what that means. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. We'll find out very soon. I'm oh, sure. It's vintage. I have no idea. Yeah. Like it could be like, oh my God, you got an 82 fucking Q7. <laughs> oh man, this twin the, turbo. Those had the hobnobs. It, they did. Yeah. It's got a hobbit door as for a gas tank. You know what? These <laughs> hobnobs, the year that that model came out, they were made with chrome. Yeah. Usually now they just make them with syrup. <laughs> syrup. You heard what I said. <laughs> Witness me. Syrup? They were trying to cut down costs. Yeah, it's maple. <laughs> yeah, it's a Canadian car. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And then <laughs> yeah. back in 1996, all the girls are asleep. Lottie wakes up and I took note. I'm sure I've seen this before, but she's in her PJs and it's like, you know, picture yourself, right? Steve, mm -hmm. okay. Madison, Close my eyes. envision this. You're stranded in the wilderness. This mm -hmm. is month 1.5. You've yeah. already been through a full moon cycle, Absolutely. right? You're washing your clothes mm -hmm. every day in the river. No soap, just washing, kind of, kind of scrubbing a little bit, right? Yeah. Sure. Are you going to bother at night to switch into your silk PJs when it's time to lay on the wooden floor? Mm. Mm. You need those small comforts, Chris. It's a wooden floor. I'm going to say no. First off, mm. I am in my thirties. Yeah. I have never, ever, not once in my whole life worn like a whole button up ass shirt and matching pants and laid in bed. That sounds like a, a you problem. I get gifted them for Christmas. I like wearing them as a joke. It sounds like you just hate allowing yourself finer things in life. I think. Do you sleep in the PJs? Uh, yeah. I mean, aside from the context of Lottie doing these weird ass things in these particular pajamas, like going in the lake and walking around in the woods. Yeah, it's the same PJ she was in the lake with. Yeah, I, I think. Maybe she's just I washing them. There's this idea that you know, if you if you want to like hold on to any sense of routine or like at home or like feel like you're still part of this like societal like flow. You probably want to, I don't know, maybe Lottie is like, yeah, it's kind of like my PJs on Javi holding on to his gum that his dad gave sure. him. That was like the last pit, piece of normal. Sure. Thing. Not me. I'm like day two grass loincloth. <laughs> but I think if it, I mean, <laughs> Chris, also the rescuers are coming. You put your pants on. <laughs> <laughs> it's just communicating they're also in long sleeves so i'm sure they're warm i don't know how cold the cabin gets yeah, you know, like there's, there's, there's probably some elements as to why she's wearing these same pjs but also she's a dumbass for going in these from getting them dirty in these weird ass you know reasons maybe she's a genius and that's how she washes them i just wear them that way they keep their form while they dry <laughs> <laughs> 
You know what I'm saying? She's the smartest one here. I love Steve's like yeah. She's a creature of comfort. I get it. I don't know what you all are talking about. It was such a dumb thing to take note of. And I'm just, like I said, but it, it's like at this point in time, I was like, wait a second. Did you take note of her framed up with the deer antlers? Yes. yes. Mm. So it's like ear, the, the subtitle said eerie vocalizing because in the back it's like, oh, 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 oh. Uh, and then, yeah, the antlers framed Lottie's head. Uh, and then she finds Thaisa outside eating dirt, which is why her fingernails were dirty. Yeah. I assume she does that often. Which you come here think, often? Do you think she <laughs> was like, like what enticed her to get up and go look for Thaisa? You know what I mean? Because it wasn't. The shine. This, it wasn't. The what? The shitting. <laughs> <laughs> Just her, her clairvoyant senses. Okay. So then, then we can assume that whatever is making Thaisa eat dirt is. A supernatural element? We don't know yet. I wonder yeah. if because, so when they were doing the seance last episode, the spirit went into the attic and possessed Lottie for a second. But now since Thais is sleeping up there, maybe the spirit, like the spirit can act like get into people through the attic. So maybe because she's up there, that spirit is possessing her. And mm -hmm. he's like, I just want to eat some dirt. Oh, I love dirt. Get I your dirt, dirt on. Dirt. Joe get Dirt. Dirt. <laughs> Joe Dirt. Joe Dirt. I love Christina Aguilera's song that hasn't come out yet. <laughs> Wanna get dirty. <laughs> In case you weren't aware of which one I was talking about. Thank you. I Thank felt you. like Steve somewhere was thinking, Genie and a bottle. I don't get it. You know me so well because it's 100% what was happening. <laughs> really? And I was like, okay. <laughs> no, nah, I'm talking five years later, my friend. The um, Lottie was just into, had intuitive Reason to go out and look for a Thaisa? Smelled the dirt. Why is? Yeah. Why do you think Thaisa's eating that dirt? Iron. Mm, okay. Efficiency. Need some minerals. Yep. Mm -hmm. I really don't know. There's a lot of things. Well, she's doing it again later as an adult. Right. Well, there's a lot. Like again, there's a lot of things to unpack with her. I don't. Really... This is like where the show has fully gone off the rails for me a little bit, in a in a good way. Like yeah. I'm like, yes, eat the dirt, because like, now she sees the wolf, she eats the dirt, and she sees the eyeless person. She, that's what I said last episode. She's got three. She got a trifecta of weirdness going on. But, and, go ahead. Well, I was going to say she doesn't remember the eating of the dirt part. Right. In that, her young and adult self. Yeah. She blacks out. She becomes a different person. Right. So it's almost like, is that her response to this trauma? Is that her response? Like, it almost seems like there's a two person personality here. We don't know how long she's been doing this. If it, sure. we assume it started in, in the wilderness and we know now that it's has continued into the present day. Mm -hmm. Right. But what is interesting is like, obviously she's the bad one. She's the lady in the yeah. tree for Sammy. Right. Um, and so she, there's no dirt in trees. She, <laughs> she's the one that painted spill, mm -hmm. not she, right. She broke Sammy's toy. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. yeah. All kinds of shit. So interesting, interesting development. She's like a werewolf kind of. Oh, mm. and that's when she sees the wolf. A werewolf. Holy shit. The baby. Not as dumb. <laughs> <laughs> the baby. The baby. Um, oh, shit. Eating dirt. Where am I at? Thais is out eating dirt. 2021, Jeff and Shauna talk on the way home. They're in the car. And again, another great moment with Jeff after he defended her. He's like, hey, I think about it. And I love this honest talk. Like, yeah, I've considered... What if things were different? Sure. I'm a human being, but like, I have no regrets. It didn't turn out the way that we wanted to. It's not perfect. And, you know, and Shauna jokes, you think and they have a nice like laugh about it. And like, you can kind of see for the first time why they were ever a couple in this moment, right? Like mm -hmm. there is some love there and they do get along well. Um, and you know, Jeff's like, Jackie was going to break up with me anyway. You know, I was the fucking high school boyfriend at best. I was never going to be anything else. Um, <clears throat> good talk with them. Good moment. 
He and says he loves her. He does. I love you. I was kind of like, oh, how dare you make me like you? How dare you in this <laughs> yeah, moment make me it. like you? But I was way more comfortable. Is he still Jeff having that affair? Douche. Is he still having that affair? You guys think that's what, what he's doing with the inventory? I, I, I think it would be a cheap shot writing to subvert it because like it's telegraphed so well, mm -hmm. but also I would respect it in a weird way. Uh, but I do still think he's cheating. See now I'm, I'm speculating something, but I can't tell if it's because I've seen the show or if it, right. That's so why I yeah. don't want to say anything as to what I think he's doing. That's what's so funny too, is like, Madison and I are so burnt. We've actually seen the show and we're like, yeah. I don't know. But again, it's been so long since I've <laughs> it seen has. it that it's like when we do come across these moments where it's like, oh, I don't actually remember, but I have speculation, but I can't tell if that same speculation is from what I had last time or if that's because I know that's actually what it is. It's, yeah, it's been over a year and a half and, yeah. and I watched it in like four days, yeah. which I'm sure you did too. But I think I can only go off of what the show is interpreting and I think- Right now, the show wants us to believe that Jeff is cheating. What are you thinking, Steve? I think he's just making a bomb-ass inventory system that's going to revolutionize this world. <laughs> the furniture yeah. industry? He's working so, and he met with a lady at the at the hotel because she's like in charge of big big inventory. And he was uh -huh. giving her the presentation, like, let me show you the PowerPoint. This is what I do. I'm a furniture She's designing salesman. new uh, software. Yeah, she's designing the user interface for when he takes this global and starts selling it to markets all over the place. It is end of quarter taxes. Yeah. I yeah. think it is likely that there's going to be a twist that he was not cheating. I'm not even joking. I think that's likely because that would be like, oh, oh Shauna, you done did it again. Mm -hmm. Now you got to kill him. You stepped your foot. <laughs> Get the shovel. <laughs> call Jack or call Ty. It's night digging time. Call Misty. Yeah. Oh, on my way. <laughs> oh, I'll be right there. <laughs> and why is she Canadian now? Oh, hello. It's oh, me. sorry. I got to kill you. Oh, jeez. I got oh, to shoot you full of drugs and lock I'm you in my basement. I, you know, <laughs> I wouldn't kill you. Normally, I just take you to Minnesota, but uh, it's too cold. So, bye. Bye. <laughs> I got to go get the cronuts for the ladies at work tomorrow. <laughs> Goddamn cronuts. Uh, we cut to Kevin. The errand that he had to run is uh, taking Natalie to watch his son's soccer game, which is a little inappropriate. Uh, a little early to be meeting the kids there, mm -hmm. Kevin, but I'm not going to judge you, buddy. And Natalie gives him a sweet sweeper tip. Hey, when he uh, he's weak on his right. So if you just kill him uh, or wait, no, I mean, turn right. And it actually works. Kid gets a goal. Yeah, She's got some sweet soccer skills. scores, yeah. From her time as a yellow jacket. Never worked for her, but it no. for him. And then she gets creepy uh, noise vertigo and has to step out mm -hmm. and leaves for the rest of the game. Yeah. More of that sound design. <laughs> 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 which i was kind of like is she overwhelmed by the nostalgia of the soccer field is she like what i was i, I think was, that's a great guess but that's just yeah, yeah that's was, as far as i got yeah i was kind of struggling to identify what the reason to step away was did you did you catch any other clues oh, as I, to the impetus i thought that's what it was I, I was kind of thinking like kind of a weird thing to bring someone from a famous soccer team that had a very tragic end to a soccer game i'm sure that's the last place they went. what could to. happen what possibly could happen hey. not the letters ptsd uh maybe we should fly this plane i got next i thought it'd be a cute date for us <laughs> and then we'll go camping <laughs> <laughs> what are your thoughts on log cabins <laughs> Um, oh, shit. Back in 1996. Call Misty. <laughs> <laughs> Just randomly. Have her join. What's she up to? 
Um, Thaisa is dressing uh, in the attic and she notices a wire missing from a brawl and takes off running. Where the fuck is Shauna? Lottie confronts her meekly and is brushed aside. I can't deal with crazy right now. Hey, were you eating dirt outside? <laughs> and Thaisa's is like, fuck no. I can't Where's deal with Shana? crazy right now. Where's Shauna? Lottie's like, oh, okay. W- weird question. Um, <laughs> just want to, we'll put a pin in this if you want. Follow you up. You said, hey. Ty, can you smile for me real quick? I just want to see if there's some, you know, dirt in your teeth. Part of her's like, I'm hungry. What have you discovered? Yeah. <laughs> uh, is it good? Is it worth it? I'm a little concerned. Right. I'm dirt curious. <laughs> is it? <laughs> it's Allison Chain's best album. Um, that sounds a joke for the other eight people. <laughs> it's a good album. Lottie sees Laura Lee uh, sleeping. Sweeping. I, I wrote the wrong word. Sweeping. <laughs> I fucking went with it for a second. I was like, that doesn't make any sense. She's sweeping the cabin, and but she scares, she scares Laura Lee, and she utters cheese, cheese and rice, <laughs> which is what we all say when we're surprised. Cheese and rice. And mm-hmm. she asks Laura about visions, and she, Laura responds that, you know, those come from the Lord. The substance of things that are hoped for and the evidence of things unseen. She's been waiting her whole fucking life for this conversation. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, and she's like, you need to she's accept like, Jesus. Finally. I've been wanting to convert my soccer team <laughs> for years. This is my moment. It's finally time. Praise him. And Lottie is open to this because she's felt so alienated and so alone. And Laura's just the right type to really buy into this and give her like a, a wholesome reason that she's experiencing the things that she's experiencing. Mm. Uh, and unlike her father, who just shut her down and said that she had you know, a mental illness that she needed to be treated for. She's like, no, you're special. This is a gift from God. Mm-hmm. And so Lottie's of course able to receive that instantly. Yeah. I feel, I kind of feel bad for Lottie because it's, just, Oh yeah. She's going from one awful situation of someone denying what's really happening to her going to another situation where someone is kind of using what's happening to her. Well, except that there's no maliciousness. Like Laura Lee believes what she's saying. Oh, right? sure. Yeah. Still a cult like behavior. <laughs> sure. That's yeah. true. Preying but, on somebody's, you know, weakness and moment of weakness. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Hey, I know you're scared and things are happening to you that you're not aware of, but join my special club. <laughs> my it's club. really cool. Mm-hmm. We have tuna quiche. We swim with our clothes on. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. we read a book and we throw it at people sometimes. Lottie's like, <laughs> I already do all that stuff. This is perfect. <laughs> yeah, but now you're going to do it with a special friend who will be with you always. His yeah. name, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and Laura Lee. <laughs> and that's just a benefit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also here. So she decides that she's going to baptize her. Uh, but the scene ends with Lottie asking, how do I accept Jesus? And then the next scene is uh, we cut to Shauna. Uh, oh, I hate this joke that I wrote in my notes. Oh, oh no. no. Do you, do you do it? Do you bear down and do it? Or you just skip over it? Shauna is at plant parenthood. Cause she's in the woods. That was a good one. So that was a good one. Shauna is and I, I don't mean to make light of it because this was actually like a, a stomach churning scene for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. But Shauna's laying there. She is uh, using a lighter to 
what's the word? Sterilize. Sterilize the, not a coat hanger, but a, a wall, a brawl wire. Yep. Um, and Thaisa does finally find her like at this, in this scene, it, it all happens very fast. The cuts Thaisa is running around frantically looking for Shauna while Shauna prepares this, uh, you know, abortion by herself. And then also Laura, Laura Lee baptizing Lottie. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then Thaisa shows up and I, I broke down, <laughs> I'm a crier. I broke down crying when Thaisa knelt and I thought, you know, you think, oh, she's going to stop her. She's going to yell at her. She's just like, Hey, please let me help you. You don't yeah, have to yeah. do this by yourself, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And I was, I'm going to cry again. Like, it's just so supportive. And like, again, I'm not a woman, obvi. Yeah. Uh, I have no idea what this must be like. I can only imagine, but like the solidarity there, uh, and especially with what's going on in our world currently, or at least in our country. Yeah. Um, it, it just, it was very, it was a very powerful moment. Um, and similar to you, I also broke down and cried. Um, it was, it's just, I don't know. I've, I know a couple of people that have had to go through that, not partake, not do the whole uh, wire scenario, but get an abortion. And it is a very emotional thing to do and to be able to, and to have to do it in these circumstances under these, there's just so many layers that are in this particular scene that are really hard to watch and just, I don't know. It's, it's a very, it's very touching. It's very sad. It's, it's traumatic to watch. Um, but it's, yeah, it's, it was just very emotional to watch. Yeah. Uh, and like everything you said, you said it best. Like it's, I, I I can't imagine, but when she starts inserting and stuff, I'm like, it's a lot. Yeah. Um, no, no, no bueno. And the sound design too, like, um, they've got this eerie, almost like horror soundtrack, breathing going on while it's penetrating is the best word I can use. I'm sorry, but uh, it sounds like Shauna huffing, but it's not, it's like creepy sound design. And if you guys heard it, it was yeah. like, ha, 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 and, yeah. and, but all of it was coalescing into me being yeah, very uncomfortable. It's like you're, you're building up that anticipation and, mm-hmm. you know, as it's, you know, being penetrated in, it's just, you know, mm-hmm. I'm sure the nerves of Shauna, but then juxtaposed that. with the baptism too. I took it as like, there's a, it, it's a failed abortion, right? Cause they Correct. don't go through with it and it's a failed baptism. Cause whatever Laura Lee sees is, mm-hmm. or not Laura Lee, I'm sorry. Whatever Lottie is seeing is not the success. Not a benevolent that, and loving God. Cause she's like, I, I saw light and fire and she's like, Oh, that's God. That's Jesus. That's and, but, but what we see what Lottie does see. And that's not at all what I'm sure Laura Lee is thinking. Right. Yeah. Um, the it, Holy Spirit. It's the Holy literally Spirit. like like a nuclear explosion happening behind her head, and she gets silhouetted, and it's 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 weird and creepy. And before that, she kind of sees herself in like a like some sort of underground complex filled with water and candles that are lit. And there's one candle specifically that's like lighting a huge flame. That was when I was like, this is so lost. It's, it's ridiculous. And there's a deer down there too. Oh yeah. The deer yeah. is also down there. Oh, it's, is that what lost is like just all over the place? Visually? Oh, there's a lot of random, like, Oh, we're in an underground bunker now. What? <laughs> <laughs> where is, where are we? Yeah. What is in that hatch? Uh, <laughs> um, I took it as like, she's walking to this altar and lighting this, sacred candle to Jesus like that. Yeah. But that was a great sequence. Like with her floating with her nightgown in the water and shit, Mm -hmm. like just the way that the water moved her, her garments. Mm -hmm. Um, I was, yeah, I was there for all of that, especially when I'm still like wiping the tears away from, uh, the Shauna scene. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. Stellar chef's kiss, uh, back in 2021 after the soccer game, uh, Mace went for pizza. Kevin's 
you know, a very absent father. We're just not, he doesn't, I don't really know where my kid is. All I know is you're wearing fishnets. What's up? What's up? I made you a quiche. Uh, and, uh, but Kevin holds her hand in this scene. She's like, oh, I guess you didn't want your kid around the crazy lady. And he's like, I like that kind of crazy. I'm okay with that. I'm not going to lie to you. You ever, you ever heard Buck Cherry, Natalie? I have. <laughs> Buck Cherry. I listen to that shit every day. <laughs> every day. Every day. You guys know what I'm talking about? Isn't Buck Cherry a band? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're crazy, bitch, but you oh, fuck yeah. so good. I'm on top of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a, I think that's the only song I know about. That's, it's the only one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Back in 1996, there's more fooling around on the plane. This time it looks like third base. I'm not sure. Natalie's giggling again. By the way, not a good feeling. You know, if you're Travis in that moment and, you're, and you think you're getting there and then she just goes, tee hee hee. Starts laughing at <laughs> That's you. That's very emasculating. Poor Travis. But a, she sees the condom drop out of his pocket and like uh, he's kind of embarrassed, but she's like, oh, you're trying to, trying to use a condom? Was for mm-hmm. condom stuff. Yeah. Uh, he's like, no, how I mean, presumptuous of you, sir. Unless you're down <laughs> kind of vibe. Uh, and then Travis ruins it all by asking, immediately asking for her body count. You know, how many men you've been with? How many dudes? Turn you been? off. And she said, what if it was Jason Russo and fucking the whole team? Nobody cared about Volleyball that team. Volleyball team. That's right. I couldn't remember which sport. Thank you for saving me. Yep. And he's, he says perfectly. He's a dude, which doesn't apply here. Right. Double standard. I roll. Flex is not doing his best work here nope. right now. And Natalie goes off. Like, look, vaginas have monologues now. You need to catch up with the times. Preach. Um, preach. Preach. Let people fuck. Find out he's a virgin. He's insecure. He doesn't know what's going on. And he, he's vulnerable about that. Oh, this guy who's famously not good with women? Hmm. That's why I was weird. trying to suck my own dick. Weird. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Uh, weird. It's almost like all of them are that way. You know. And then uh, she said, look, I, I banged Levi Hauser and uh, an older guy at a show. And uh, so then they start to get busy. But then there's a cock blocking deer that shows up as soon as they start to get down. So when they see the deer, when I saw it, I thought it was like I, I thought I knew it was a deer because it just had that fur. Sure. But I to me, to me, it looked like it was being dragged oh. and not walking. So interesting. That My thought was the like they were freaked out because there's this bigger thing dragging this dead deer. It might be true, but they didn't see it that way, nor yeah. did I. Nor and did so, I. and we don't see them kill the deer. So when they show up and later on, you know, they open up the deer and it's full of maggots. I was wondering, like, wait, did they just like pick up a dead deer and just like, hey, we got food? No, I think it's a completely supernatural thing, like how the the land has taken the berries that yeah. it's yeah. it's rotting the living creatures as well. Because mm-hmm. he says, grab the gun, and so I think we're to assume they shot it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but I, but I'm, but that shot confused me because again, I it, to me it looked like it was being dragged, so I thought they were going to shoot whatever was bigger. You know, it would be funny if it was totally just a lifeless prop and you saw the crew pulling it <laughs> and her and I were duped and you were not. <laughs> it it's like, actually just a man yeah. in a costume. I'm a yeah. deer. <laughs> Carl, pull me. I'm a deer. <laughs> I'm a deer. <laughs> Look at me. Oh, deer. <laughs> um, yeah. So back in 2021, Misty is watching Natalie bang Kevin, I think, while she sets a trap for Jessica Roberts. That's good television. Uh, <laughs> and Shauna's reading texts it's from Adam. It's HBO. That's right. It's showtime. Uh, Shauna's reading texts from Adam. She's ignoring all of them, but he's trying to sext her. Guess what? I'm wearing picture of all of his clothes on the floor. Presumably nothing. 
Uh, and then Jeff comes in and she's feeling. Oh, that's what that meant. I honestly, when I read that, I'm like, I don't get it. <laughs> I love is, Steve so much. Is he, is he asking her like, what should I wear? <laughs> Which of these outfits should I wear is the way Steve took it. He's sweet. To some women that's hot. That, sweet summer That makes child. more sense. I'm glad you said that. <laughs> no, he's just sitting there all coach scotted up off camera waiting for a, re- a response. <laughs> so Jeff, and then right as she's kind of feeling guilty, she's not answering the text. She wants to, but she also, you know, she's had a really good day with Jeff, right? Jeff comes in and says, he's going to the store and she takes that to me and I'm going, I'm going to bang my side piece. And she said, Oh, would you, would you want me to come with you to help to try to confirm that? And he's like, no, absolutely not. It's too boring. And then she's like, Oh, okay. And then she, she sends a naughty text to Adam immediately. And it's like, naughty. she's a, a, into dominatrixing, I guess. She's like, fucking get naked, lay on the ground and don't move until I get there. If I show up at all, <laughs> damn it. And when I, if I do come, <laughs> no, I'm just <laughs> no, but it's just to completely throw out the intimate realism they had earlier that day about their relationship. Yep. Yep. So. And it's a power move with her and Adam. She's yep. into that. Yeah. Yep. She's only getting with Adam to get back at Jeff. Mm-hmm. Oh no, wait, we, we missed over Misty calling the reporter, the Jessica. reporter to meet up with her. That's true. I just said set a trap, but yeah, I wasn't clear. Yeah, she's oh. like mixing all the pills and medicines that she got together yeah, yeah, yeah. into some kind of concoction. And then she calls Jessica and says, Hey, you're going about it all wrong. Meet me here in the, uh, and she's like, yeah, in the hospital green Fiat. I know about it. Mm-hmm. And Misty's like, I bet you do. Uh, we cut to Misty waiting in the Fiat, listening to, I think, Phantom of the Opera. It is mm-hmm. the overture of Phantom uh, of the Opera. Oh, very pleased. Dun, 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 dun. I love Phantom <laughs> of the Opera. It's my favorite. And it oh, just yeah? fit the, well, and Misty, you know, said she enjoyed she show, show, tunes. show tunes. And so, yeah. Do you like was, the Emmy Rossum one? Like the movie? Actually, no. I enjoy the, I think it was 2012 or 2016 version where it was live. It was filmed live at Royal Apple yeah. Hall for the 25th anniversary. I would like to check that out. It was very good. It sounds like straight gas. Straight so gas. good. Sierra Bogus is the the lead for Christine. And then there's another famous person that did um, Phantom. Mm. But it's great because we know Misty loves like show tunes and mm-hmm. podcasts and stuff. So she's actually sitting there jamming to it. But then it frames the scene so well for when the reporter gets in the car or the private investigator. We mm-hmm. know her to be. She immediately injects her. Uh, and then ties her to a bed in the basement uh, and says, good night. Don't let being a terrible fucking person keep you up all night. And just, or whatever she says. What's the one movie with, uh, what's her name? Misery, Kathy Bates. Yeah. 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 That's, that's honestly like the person that I compare Misty to quite frequently in my mind. Kathy Bates, the person. (laughs) (laughs) Something wrong with you, Medulla Oblongata. (laughs) Different Kathy Bates. Um, yeah, great scene. Back in 1996, Natalie and Travis bring back the deer, the uh, the bloody quote unquote antlers one. It's the the, it's the one she's been seeing in her dreams. The, her the, the rutting antlers one. Mm-hmm. That, that deer was ready to get down. Damn yeah. it, he was baking a quiche until they cut. <laughs> Shauna cuts it open. There's maggots inside the deer, uh, and then Lottie says, "I'm not crazy." And Laura Lee's like, "I told you, Jesus loves you," uh, because she had seen that deer with you the frayed antlers. Yeah, you got the Shannon. Uh, and Taisa loses it on Stang. She's like, this is bullshit. I'm not waiting to be rescued anymore. I'm going south. Who's coming with me, man? Um, and then in 2021, Natalie gets the text from the blackmailer. Adult Taisa is outside in the tree, I think, eating some crazy shit. I think there's blood on her hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then her phone 
wakes her from the trance and she's like, checks the phone and sees the text from Natalie. It's game yeah, time. When the bloody hand made me think like, wait, did she kill the, did she kill biscuit? Oh, Where's no. biscuit? Where's biscuit? Where's biscuit? That's a good question. Mm. Yeah. Mm, she killed something. Didn't she? Steve? She did kill something. Yep. She's the bad she, one. She's the lady night, in the tree. She's been night digging. It's never a good again. Thing. Never a good thing when you're night digging. I know it's so hard. Like imagine how much she spends on landscaping in the city. She's probably brought like six inches a yard, probably. And on her nails, you know, True. gotta look good. True. Politician. Yeah. I'm getting my first <laughs> mani in a couple of weeks. I'm yeah? very excited. Excited. Going with a mani, not a pedi. Get... Maybe a petty as well. I'm not sure. Are you gonna get some color or no? I may while they're while you're in there. <laughs> I don't know what you do. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. While you're in there. <laughs> I, me and my uh, guy friend, he, he actually is the one who wanted to get some petties or no petties are your feet. Yes. Yeah. He, yeah. he frequently gets pedicures and I convinced him to paint his toes black and it was awesome. <laughs> Dang. Nice. Yeah. I don't nice. know if I'm ready, but I'll, whatever they recommend, it. you can do it. Whatever they recommend, I'll do. <laughs> They're the experts on the, on make the it digits. A, make it a seasonal color. Make it like a pastel, like a pastel purple. Oh. Ooh, like a Easter type stuff. Yeah. I hate Easter colors. Oh, never mind. But I'll, hey, you're right. I got to fit in. Got to fit in. Do Tis it. the season. Mm -hmm. Now it's time for our favorite moments of the episode. Steve, you start us off this time. Your number three favorite moment of the episode. Uh, well, I can best sum up my number three favorite moment by just saying, Chicken baby, <laughs> dreams come true. Uh, uh, yeah, it's the chicken baby birth scene, uh, just because that was so goddamn weird. It featured a puppet. Y'all know how much I love puppets, and its little wings were fluttering about. Mm -hmm. uh, and then they, they ate it. It was so <laughs> strange. Was, when they, when but, she pulls off the, the leg, I was leg. like, yes. But, yeah. but if I'm being 100% honest Keep it 100. Guys, I'm going to keep it 100. If I'm being honest, when she bit into that thing, I was hungry. I really wanted to hungry. go get a rotisserie chicken. <laughs> and... Sing chicken babies and eat that thing. Honestly, maybe I'll stop at the grocery store after this. You can get those. I'm things hungry like currently. Bucks. I'm yeah. with Madison on that. Yeah, yeah. shit. Yeah. Let's we got of us to do. Yeah, <laughs> let's do. Yeah. Um, Madison. My number three is very beginning of the episode. Young Lottie uh, stopping her parents from crashing because she has a vision mm, or nice pull or she just screams. She's just screaming. Yeah, she yeah. was too young to actually give them good info. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, you got to think at that time, she's like six and she just sees the death and destruction sure. that she thinks is real. Yeah. Uh, very well. But it acted. was, yeah, it was very well acted. And then I, I thought it was very well filmed as well. Just like the, the anticipation and the, the building up of her realizing what was happening. Yeah. My number three is when Lottie wakes and before she finds Thaisa eating the dirt and stuff, that whole sequence where she sees Thaisa doing that. Uh, but like having her head framed by the antlers briefly. And we've seen like the antler Lord uh, of what happens in the future, the near future of the, the wilderness Lord. gang, you know? Yeah. The <laughs> antler Lord, uh, all of that. I just thought this is like, I'm so fucking in like, is this evidence that, that Lottie's the antler queen or, you know, it, all of it in general, like this is a fucking good show. Mm -hmm. uh, more evidence that I would probably love lost and Steve, you're number two. My number two is Misty be crazy. Mm. Uh, just the, the pairing of the Phantom of the Opera overture mm -hmm. with her sitting in her car and then just casually drugging uh, Jessica and then tying. It's, it's so sinister. And Misty continues, continues to be just this force of ne'er do well 
but I can't quite pin down what her motives are at any point. Like she's up to no good, but at, but she's seemingly helping everyone else or wanting to. And that's why she's so captivating as a character. And, you know, I'll always pop for any Phantom of the Opera uh, stuff because that is a little great play. Yes. (laughs) As real good. Real real good. As real good. Real good. Yeah. Um, Madison, you're number two. That one almost made my list. I really did enjoy that scene. Um, But my number two was Jeff standing up for Shauna in front of Jackie's parents. It makes me so mad because I I don't want to like him at all. But I just was like, that warmed my heart so much. And he wasn't scared to stand up in front of these people. And it was just great. Yeah. And I know I'm I'm sure it made Shauna feel good, but also guilty as fuck. Right. Yeah. All (laughs) of that. Yeah. Yeah. That's my number two as well. Um, Jeff defending Shauna for everything that you said. I think it's it's such a great subversion of what we've come to expect about that character. And we get to be put in Shauna's shoes because we kind of in that moment feel guilty for hating him as much Mm -hmm. as we do. Uh, Just a brilliant writing twist. Very cool. Very cool. Steve. That's my number one. All right. The, the Jeff standing up for Shauna for every reason that you guys said. It's uh, it's just and and everything you guys just said, but also it's fun to see um, Jackie's mom, who's been kind of a get her comeuppance, kind of a dud getting her comeuppance in a way. And that, I love it when people that are annoying get their comeuppance. You remember last a uh, couple weeks ago, I was like, <laughs> Nat's dad. Um, oh, with the slip on the gun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> he died. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but that's and my number one. Obviously famously Dobby, all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Madison. Um, my number one was the abortion scene. I think it is very hard to, I think it's very hard to write those scenes. I think it's very hard to act those scenes. Um, and just, there were so many layers for both of those characters to be in that moment. And it just, I think it's been, it's been one of the harder scenes to watch in the show, but I think it's been one of the more important scenes in the show. Um, Cause you don't see a lot of these types of scenarios um, on television. And so I think it was, I think it was a very important scene, which is why it's my number one. I agree. That's also my number one. Nice. Um, Again, with like the the climate of everything we're going through with the overturning of Roe v. Wade, all that stuff combined with rewatching the show and how mm-hmm. much I care about these characters and um, specifically the fact that Thaisa shows up and she's so supportive and doesn't try to dissuade her or judge her or mm-hmm. shame her, but merely like, I'm here. You don't have to be alone for right. this. Because it's um, like, what would be the like if if it wasn't Ty, what if it was Laura Lee? Like, how would that interaction be? You know, yes. and I think they could have, you know, that could have be a a different conversation, a different dialogue there. Yeah, absolutely. So there we go. There's the moments. Let's quickly run through our Easter eggs. We're a little running late on last of us coverage here, but I only found four. I think Steve, I have about a million. You guys exhaust yours for real. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I, I paused on Jackie's You didn't pause journal. the journal, did you? I, I did. knew you'd do that. <laughs> I have I have a subtle nod to Jackie's notebook, but I'll let you I'll let I you saw take Scream that one. in Jackie's notebook. Oh, I mine for Jackie's notebook was MASH. That was that was mine. Um I also have an Ace Ventura call out. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently she, she loved his impression. Jeff used to do those impressions, yeah. I will be bummed if we don't see those. <laughs> <laughs> Next episode, Jeff walks really? in. <laughs> what else you got, Maddie? Um, at the very the end, they said uh, that looks like a Freddy Krueger and Bambi had a baby. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Good Double whammy. Double whammy. Way different decades. 
Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the vagina monologues reference. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to go there. Mm-hmm. That's a thing. Absolutely. Did anybody look up Alana Ferrante or know who that is? What kind of author that is? I wasn't aware. No, I didn't. Cause like, up. it reminds me of you girls. I thought it'd be a cool Easter egg, but I forgot to Google it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got anything else, Madison? Um, Nat always coming in with the, her t-shirt. She's wearing a St. Laurent t-shirt. Nice. Oh yeah. You can always rely on Nat. Yep. For that. She's the coolest. Nat for that. Mm-hmm. Tit for tat. Mm-hmm. What up? What up? Ah, baseball bat. <laughs> <laughs> Steve. Okay. So, uh, before we get to the journal, uh, Lottie's parents are talking about the oil crisis that I think was happening during the Carter administration. <laughs> uh, Lottie is also holding a My Little Pony. That's her little toy that she's playing with oh, is a yeah. green and purple My Little Pony. But let's get into Jackie's diary, you guys. First page are Jackie's top 10 tunes. Do you want to hear what her top 10 tunes are? Starting yes. from number yes. starting, starting with number one is Wannabe by Spice Girls. Killing Me Softly by the Fugees. The Fugees. Shut up. I I don't know who who sings that one, to be honest with you. Always Be My Baby by uh, Mariah Carey. Ironic by Alanis Morissette. Doing It, LL Cool J. 1979 (laughs) by The Smashing Pumpkins. Great song. Mm -hmm. song. Wonderwall, of course. Uh, (laughs) Because You Loved Me by Celine Dion is both (laughs) uh, seven and eight. She has it written down twice. <laughs> uh, Give Me One Reason by Tracy Chapman and Who Do You Love by Deborah Cox. Give me one reason I'll stay here. That's a good song. On the next page, Jackie's top Gonna movies. Right back around. Her top movies, starting with number one, we have Fear, The Birdcage. Fear with Mark Wahlberg and Reese Witherspoon? I, I assume. Yeah. Oh. Uh, the Birdcage. Uh, number three, interesting choice, The Cable Guy. She loves Ace Ventura, mm-hmm. but that's an interesting Ace Ventura one to put in number three. Right. Romeo, Romeo plus Juliet, the Leonardo DiCaprio one. Uh, Jumanji, mm. Scream, Striptease, Matilda, The English Patient, patient, and The Craft. Honestly, amazing taste. Chef's Kiss, top 10 for the 90s. To, to the right of her top 10 list, she has a must-see list. Movies she wants to see but hath, hath not seen them yet. Movies I assume she never got to see, and mm. I feel bad because those movies are Primal Fear, Kingpin, Spy Hard, <laughs> Spy Hard, Happy Gilmore, and Black Sheep. Well, those are some good movies in there, but I think she has she saw the good ones yeah. already. Yeah, yeah. Uh, below that, they have like her celebrity crushes, but you can't quite make them out except for her number one, which is of course. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Oh, mm. How could you go anywhere else? The peak of the JTT time. <laughs> uh-huh. And then on the next page, she has like movie characters that she would be. Rosario, or I'm sorry, Rose Dawson from Titanic. Cher Horowitz from Clueless. Veda from My Girl. Mia Wallace from Pulp Fiction. And Sidney Prescott from Queen, or Scream. Uh, and then also. Um, also Freddie Mercury from yeah, Queen. From Queen. Yes. <laughs> and then my last Easter egg is uh, Sean is wearing an Asbury Park shirt in there. Oh. Let's, are you like Jeff? That scene. Great pulls, gotcha. man. Good. That was so worth pausing that. I wanted to, but <laughs> I, I was kind of running late and Same. was like, Steve. Same. I honestly at the time, I swear to God, thought Steve will do it. I'm going to be honest with you. It's kind of why I was like, hey, can you guys come over at 530 <laughs> instead of five? <laughs> I'm so glad you texted that down. because I was I was. I was running late. Frantic yeah. too. Yeah, I was yeah. frantically typing. Yeah. It was, it was a long day. But finally, let's see if we can get a three-way tie again. I doubt it. Mm. Uh, our number one favorite performance of the episode to wrap everything up here. Madison, start us off. Pressure's on. Um, my favorite performance was Sophie Nelise, who plays young Shauna. Uh, again, 
all of the the layers from the abortion scene. It's just so you can just see it in her face, the fear, the sadness, the guilt. It just it reads it reads it's an amazing performance and it reads very as such, you know, it, and is anyone going through that situation? I think she did a really good job at having all of these different pools and putting it into one one emotion. So minus Sophie Nelise as well. Steve. Mine's Melanie Linsky. Nice. I'm always happy with nice. a Linsky streaming. I, I chose her because I think she's doing some really subtle work, especially when mm-hmm. uh, not only that scene with her, like reminiscing about Jackie and her interactions with Jeff, but then also in the scene when it's the three of them kind of talking and she's, she's sitting down, but she's clearly in charge of these women, but they're not really aware of it. And it's like really, it's a really subtle performance that she's putting on there. And I, yeah. I, I was really impressed by it. I almost gave it to her last week or on episode five with, uh, with the, Same. when she confronted uh, Cassie Callie and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I always almost give the streamy award to Melanie Linsky. Um, but, but to yeah. be fair, it's getting hard. It's getting hard it to, to pick a favorite performance. Cause I've, I've wanted yeah. to pick young Thaisa a couple of times mm-hmm. as well. I think she's great. Yeah. Um, and, hey, we all kind of we tied still though. Like we, we all picked Shauna. We did. Mm-hmm. Right. We did. Yep. So there's, there's that. I'm counting it. I yeah, see this as an absolute win. Yeah, Next week, we'll be breaking down episodes seven and eight and uh, the Last of Us finale. So tune in for those. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. That's all the time we have for right now. My name is Chris. My name is Madison. And I'm Steve. And this is Streaming Things. Happy streaming. Sniper Tone here, and I've been instructed by the boys via radio to read you the brand new patrons in the month of March. These are people who have an extra set of mirth in their hearts, and they are truly the last line of defense between streaming things and a total economic collapse. So in the Try Before Deny section, I want to thank Luke and Sarah, Conrad and Trey Barrera. In the Marty B VIP section, we're we're thanking Tamara. Oh, old Tony's gonna mispronounce this one, that's for sure. Jeer Latanowitz. Oh, I mispronounced that just like I misfire my rifle. Brianna Bernard, we thank you. Elizabeth Palmer, Josh Stitch, and John Ricker. Oh, thank you all so much. In the chocolate pudding producer sections, we have Lair Gillis. Maha Axholt. I probably missed that one too. Uh, thank you to Jordan C., Kelly Shartner, Natalie Cleland, Sonny. Oh, it has not been sunny here in quite some time. Thank you to Wayne Yopst. Oh, I think the world has passed Tony by. Tony does not know what that word is. Yopst. Uh, thank you to Shotzi, Brock Burick, Alicia Takahashi, Gabe Quentin Vassa. Teresha Schwimmer, and Rob Westendorf. And last but not least, we have our friends Don't Lie to Thank. Those friends are Taj Allah and Melissa Worcester. You know what old Tone used to shoot a war, a, win, a Worcester back in his day? Or was it a Winchester? I don't know. I'm Snapper Tone. My mind is frail. I got to get back to protecting Kansas City. What? It's already on fire. Oh, Tony, you done it again.